Hello and welcome to the Monkey Fish Podcast. You're joined by myself, the arrogant apostle, and as always, the specialist. Specialist, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm yeah. good. This a, is this is it. This is it. It's been a mad week. It's been a zinner, it? Yeah. I'm okay. mad as hell. To be fair, like I, I'm, I, I, I generally try to stay away from this topic because. Oh. I generally don't really just want to just get into it because as a black person, it's just, it's it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming, isn't it? Like, mm. especially when you're surrounded by white people a lot and then you got to take this on and then you got to go back and be around white people and deal with privilege and stuff like that. It just makes you, it puts in a weird headspace in general. So, well, you know, I'm not taking the make of what you just said, but yeah. like generally what I think is one of the the quotes of the year is as a black person, <laughs> I feel like I've heard so many people prefix a sentence mm, with that uh, this year, person. like as a black person. Because, because, like, <laughs> because, because you got to remember, you try to live your life as a person, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're forced to live it as a black yeah, person. As a person yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, like I was thinking about this, like, I'm so happy I'm not in a place where like I'm the only black person sometimes because then you get that treatment of like every white people going like how do you feel I'm so sorry this is happening to you and then you've got to deal with it so it constantly remind you but yeah this one's it this one's weird okay so let's just break down the things we want to tackle at the moment okay so we start with the Jacob Blake obviously which is horrible it's awful it's awful and then we go on to the protesters the militias and a resistance sort of coming together and what that means and then the two protesters who were shot and one was shot in the arm oh yeah yeah and then how the police didn't react to the situation despite them being present in front of a man with a rifle and then the releasing statement said we don't know we don't know about this guy where there's thousands of youtube videos showing his face clearly walking you know what i mean mm. and it just feels like is that there's an inaction and then also the American sports teams deciding that they don't want to play in protest. Boycott, isn't it? They boycott the whole yeah, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, so where do you I, want to start? Yeah, um, let's start with the boycott. Okay. I watched a video yesterday mm. of one of the um, sports presenters. Mm. And he, came, he sat there, um, black dude, mm. and the other sports presenter is a white dude. Mm. He sat there and he just said, look, I can't carry on. Like, on air, it was just, I can't carry on right now while the other guys are boycotting it, so mm. I'm sorry, I'm just going to have to leave. And he just left, and the guy, the guy was like, I understand. <laughs> and then there's just a silence of like, just walked out. <laughs> he fully just walked out. And I think, you know, what I was thinking, I was like, he made the, all of that effort to get dressed, get, get, what, get mic'd up, Get in front of that camera just yeah. to tell the guy, just like, oh, by the way, everything we planned today, it's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> so, I feel like... I feel like... Do you know the guy from um, Don't Be a Medicine Society? She would have popped up and she went like, Message! Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's wild. Yeah, that's but wild, I respect it. it. Yeah. I respect it. It's the one time. It's the one time. Because that's the it kind of shit. Like, time, you yeah. could turn up to work. It's, mm. This is the one time you could turn up to work. After a few shift, if you're not feeling it, you yeah. be like, I can't. <laughs> that's why I can't. Like, like, you could be like teaching at a class, a seminar, and a half of three, you'd be like... Just fuck this shit. Just take, just take, just be real with the kids. Just yeah. be real with them. Just be like, and then so pi equals strap your stick. Like yeah. fuck this shit. And have that really dramatic moment. Take out a cigarette. And just, just light the cigarette. And then was like, Granddad, can you tell us that story again? Come on, I've told you loads of times. Please, please, please. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So. <laughs> oh, listen. Nah, I. You know what? I respect it because I do believe that 
that said that sports wasn't going to be a distraction from Black Lives Matter. Mm. But when sports did come back, it did distract us from Black Lives Matter. I'm not going to lie. When you have football, basketball, uh, whatever sport you're into, when you've got that to watch, you can be distracted from these things. And then Black Lives Matter just kind of falls to the people who aren't being distracted by sports. Because sports is every day. It's literally every day there's a game on now. You know, right. there's something to watch every day. So if you want to be switched off from it, if you want to switch out of it, you can be switched out. You can opt in or you can opt out. Before, you had no choice but to be locked into the situation. But now you can just say, like, oh, I'm sick of racism. And you can just watch sports all day. So them t- saying, look, we're not going to do this shit. You can't ignore it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm probably not on the same board. I, I mean, like, I feel like um, Black Lives Matter or any, any civil rights protest is polit- it's a political action, isn't it? And really, sports is not to be politicised in any sense. I know too. Yeah. But, but I, I understand, like, I'm, I'm for, like, when the football players took the knee, I did, some people were really bothered by that. I'm not bothered by that. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's minor. But sometimes, sometimes when someone dies in football, mm. they, they bow and they, they, there's that moment of silence or yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. So I understand where sports can participate in that way. But I don't think that sports should be politicized because it is an escape. It's an escape. The same way, it's like when you watch a, a film that's woke. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, you're just like I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't tune in. I didn't tune in to be told how I should behave. I tuned in because I'm trying to escape, you know, escapism. Yeah, so yeah, I so I, 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 the boycott, I think it's, it shouldn't be a regular thing. But I understand why it's happening now. Mainly why, why it's happening now is because... Um, and uh, the, the the law enforcement or the criminal the justice system in where Jacob uh, Blake is. Jacob Blake was killed have taken so long they still haven't arrested that police officer despite mm-hmm. the overwhelming evidence mm-hmm. um, they put him on administrative leave which is basically paid leave that's yeah. insulting mm-hmm. and you know what I mean and for them to boycott is the right thing to do because it's basically saying we need to see you treat this as a serious matter as much mm-hmm. as we feel it mm-hmm. i feel like that mm-hmm. but I, I think sports needs to come back because right now what there's so much going on you know what i mean and we, we need to escape and sport watching football football has handled coming back so well i mean the the champions league and the europas were absolutely exciting to watch and Premier League was pretty exciting to watch. I mean, sometimes, but it was nice to sort of not know, be thinking know, about the, the, thing the fact is, that I could die any but, moment. But the thing know? is, yeah, okay, yeah. I hear what you're saying. But the thing is, it's like it kind of becomes a burying your head in the sand kind of thing mm-hmm. because, regardless of whether you want to be uh, distracted or you don't, the thing is that it is going to affect people like you, and that's the thing because you got to remember. Um, all of those people, most of those people who are playing sports look like the person who's been hurt. Yeah. Right? And then, uh, I'm not saying you're wrong to have that view, by the way. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, the alternative is... Well, yeah. yeah. NBA is predominantly black players. NBA is predominantly... Yeah. Uh, sports is... Sports, sports is predominantly black people. No, no. You can't, can't say sports because cricket is not predominantly black people. And, I mean... And, and, I mean, and tennis and, and, you know, the, the white sports. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out. I just want to point out. I just want to point out that um, cricket has a lot of black people. Yeah, well, it has, but in, in like in contrast to the white people who play cricket, it's not. Jamaica. 
Yeah. Trinidad and Tobago, yeah, Zimbabwe, South Africa, yeah, obviously, uh, <laughs> obviously colonialism. Those, those are black countries. You know what I mean? No, but no, I, there's I'm a lot. saying that generally the sport itself. Okay, anyway, is this, this, is, this is tangential. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no. So, um, I think they're not doing this for you. They're doing this for themselves. You. So, I guess in the sense of saying, like, saying sports should be played, it's fine for you to feel that way. But the person who's playing the sports is like. Why are you hurting me? Yeah. No, I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. It's so, the right stance. It's similar it's right. to... Um, even if actors did it. Plus, again, plus again did it, it? it's the so thing that... There, there is a level... I don't want to say that... It's not that you don't care. Not you. I'm saying we as black people of other nations mm. don't yeah, care. As, as black people? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. because, like, for example... Um, can you say as a black person who lives in Britain you can ever truly relate... To the struggle that the black American is going through. Oh no, you know, I, no, I, I said can't. that to I said that I to can't. my friend um, um, after George Floyd. Yeah, uh, we had like a really lengthy conversation, you know, just sharing uh, our views on everything that's happening and stuff like that. But we were both in hundred percent agreement that being black in America sucks. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's awful. It's awful. It's like, just awful. It's, it's, it's just dangerous. Not a, it's like, so dangerous. It's it literally is. Like, it is. Africa's safer. And yeah, Africa's Af- wild. <laughs> The what? police in Africa are wild. wild. What's scared of them? Like they're knocking the police. The fuck yeah, they will. I was. I watched the a South African police officer slap this dude so bad. I was, <laughs> so bad. Like you, you could hear it. I want um. I want. I want. I once had a gun pointed at me by a by yeah. an African soldier because oh, yeah. I walked on the wrong side of the street and he was so pissed off. <laughs> he was so pissed off, right? He was like guarding this house basically, yeah. and just like I just had to walk. I just walked on that side of the street because it was close to where I'm going. Mm. And I turned around the corner. And I saw it right before, and I was like, "What? The, what are you doing here? Take your headphones off!" Yeah. And he just started shouting at me. Yeah. And I just and then I, we just talked, and then obviously I left. And I was like, "It's crazy." Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um... Uh, be, uh, Apostles from Zimbabwe and I've been to Zimbabwe and I have to say it's one of the safest places I've ever been yeah. and I asked, okay, the I, I asked the question I asked the question to someone I was like why is it so safe down here it's like, they were like listen the criminals are afraid of the police, the police. no one knows the fuck with the, the police, police. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's wrong about the police because the police don't have cars they will stop you and then you've got to give them lifts <laughs> in the middle of your journey so like if you're going to the shops the police will go hey and then you stop he just gets in your car and then you just got to drop it off where he goes because he's a policeman. <laughs> it's, like, it's weird to say that uh, there's some places in Africa are keeping the peace because the police are so corrupt. <laughs> no, like do you know what I mean? Like the, the police are corrupt, but they're equally corrupt. Yeah. So it's like equal punishment. It's like having a bully who bullies everyone in the class but, equally. Yeah. So you don't feel a <laughs> lot in my line. <laughs> He's just an equal opportunity yeah, bully. Yeah, equal opportunity bully. Like he just doesn't care. He just bullies everyone equally, and it's it's yeah, fair. It's, it's fair. fair. It's, it's fair. a fair type of bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect it. I respect it in a sense. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I think I think the boy. Look, okay. I don't like that the boy got happened because obviously, like I stayed up to two a.m. to watch LeBron play basketball. Why does it happen across? Yeah, across the board. Oh my god. Tennis has done it. Uh, Major League Baseball's done it. Basketball's done it. No MLS way. has done it. No way. So all these dudes, but they've just said like, I'm not playing. You're yeah, not playing. Yeah. What are so, you gonna do if people yeah. don't want to play? That's that's right. That's, that's right. That so yeah, so that's it's ha- a huge. Yeah, huge. the only ones haven't done it. Interestingly, is the NFL, but I don't think the season has started yet. So, oh so. yeah. But I'm curious to see if the NFL would have done it 
with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Mm-hmm. Do you see, like, with the mm-hmm. ba- owners back down? They've done him dirty, didn't they? Yeah. They've done him dirty, you know? <laughs> But do you think, like, the owners would have backed down and said, like, yeah, okay, we'll accept not playing, or would they have gone, yeah. like, no, NFL must play? Yeah. Because it seems like that's the most racist well, sport. Jay Z's in the inner circle now, so no, I don't know I don't if he's going to he's gonna spit some bars. I don't, like, I don't, I don't, let I don't, him know. I don't, I don't trust that guy. <laughs> or is he just going to talk about his money? Because also what he talks about. He I, don't, I don't trust. I don't trust Jay Z for a start, so fuck him. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's it's uh, I, I was quite excited. I stayed up to TM, trying to watch ba- ba- box, uh, basketball, obviously. Mm-hmm. Coming to the thing and then being told, boom, there is no game tonight and this is what it is. And then, understandably though, because obviously I remember watching the video, especially I just watched the video of the protesters yeah, yeah. getting shot. And then I, that's when I realised, like, this is a war zone. Like, say yeah. what you want, call it what you will. This thing is a war zone and this is what it's become now. So it's like, you know... Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think that uh, not only has it become a war zone, it's become unsustainable. Um, it's become unsustainable, but... Um, and because it's become unsustainable and there's such a lack of action, it's only getting heated, heated up even further. Yeah. Um, it's complete disarray. And one, yeah. it's largely caused by the, by, by by the man at the top. <laughs> yeah, the man at the top is, yeah. is stoking, but... And the liberal side as well are stoking because they've been ignoring what? some of the more Whoa. riotous um, protesters who've been out there, and they've just been they kept saying this tagline: "It's been mostly peaceful protests." That's yeah. all they kept saying, and being willfully ignorant of the other guys who are causing a lot of the thing is you can't you can't you see the thing is with the shooting and and it's happening in Portland as well now. Now these old riots are showing up with all these rifles and champagne nineties. You can't keep occupying people's streets for too long with guns with, you know, without with, yeah without, without shooting you know you know and the, in portland the protest's been going on for 84 days since the george floyd thing happened they've never stopped protesting the thing is eventually the dam was going to break and then someone will be like look i'm, I'm fed up you said it. it yeah you, you said know what i mean yeah. and then come and now it's, it, it feels like the there's definitely civil unrest. Definitely. Definitely is there. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a mark. This is a, uh, a, a marking point in American history. Like this, this, this. Huge, there right? is an asterisk on this year yeah, in yeah. American history. When you look back at it, so kids in classrooms will learn about this moment. Yeah, they definitely. They will learn. Definitely uh, what similar I will, to the um, civil rights movement. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. But yeah. this is what I'm, this is the thing because uh, the thing is that a militia, a militia needs an enemy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When when one thing rises up, when one gang rises up, it creates an opposite gang. Mm-hmm. Right. If you are the Autobots, you will make the Decepticons. <laughs> if you are the Sith, you will make the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. It's just how it goes. It's, it's, it's how it goes, right? Yeah, the Bloods right. came up and the Crips had to come yeah, from, it. come from it, it, yeah. It's always it's exactly. always that. Exactly. So uh, whether the other enemy wants to fight, it's like this. If I go to someone, you're peaceful. There's only so many punches I'm, I can give you before you're like, I have to fight back yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you turn up with a gun, how long before I have to get a gun? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I actually spoke to my friend about this and I said, the problem... You have a lot the, of friends. Yeah, I do. I do. I've got a whole circle. <laughs> One for each topic. <laughs> but really, all I'm just talking to, I'm talking to myself in the mirror. <laughs> Different mirror for each Common times, guys. Isolation. Isolation. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, uh, I, I said to my mate, because he lived in New York, mm. um, 
and we were just discussing the system and how it is and I was like, these open carry laws in America are crazy. Wild. Because the, the thing is, they set a precedent. Yeah. Like, you know, if I, if I see you with a gun, you I know, I'm to, thinking, I need to get a gun. Gonna, you know yeah, what I mean? I'm, I'm defenceless. Yeah. You're walking around with a rifle. Yeah. Man. Why are you packing do you know, so much do you know, I was actually and say, you're trying I, to go to Tesco? I was, like, actually, <laughs> I was actually saying this to my brother, like, you know what problem is? It's pussy mentality. Why don't you get a knife and stab someone? Yeah. Knife crime, bro. No, you know, a lot of what knife, why knife crime got worse, actually, they were talking about it. It's, it's because COVID. loads of, no, no, loads of kids have nothing who to didn't do. have knives knew that other kids had knives, so they started carrying knives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So as like a result again, of it, as a result of that... Autobots um, create yeah, Decepticons. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, well, you know, my man he has a knife. knife. Why don't I Why don't I get a knife? Because if, if, if he kicks off, I'm Look, defenseless. Why is it? When you get to prison, what does it say the first thing you should do? Well, make a shank. Make a shank. Because <laughs> everyone else has a shank, right? Yeah. So it, it is that. Obviously, we're not... Obviously, obviously, we're not condoning knife crime. No, but, um, no, but the thing is, is like, look, there's a correlation. What we're there's exposing is a, co- a correlation. Correlation, correlation. Like, if you, if I protest and you protest with your, with your thing, with your posters and your pickets, yeah. fine, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. The second you decide I'm gonna protest holding a gun, yeah. you're causing me to get a gun. Oh, I'm gonna love a Molotov co- cut to the shop. But the second you I do, I mean? you know, what I mean? the second I do it, you do it, and then we escalate. And it's, violence it, it, begets it's violence. Violence. Yeah, that's it's, what it is. It's, 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 this is all. So like, here's my burning question. Then I've been burning to ask people this question. Uh, uh, do you think the race war has finally arrived? Well, the thing is, it's not. It's it's. It is exactly what Malcolm X warned about, right? Mm. But it's not a race war because it's more ideological. Do you know what I, do you know, diversity I mean? The premise. Sides. The premise is race. Yeah. yeah. The pre- no, the the concept is is about the foundation racial is injustice. Ra- yeah, but it, it, the of the, course I, the, the issue here, like for example, in, uh, Portland is notoriously a liberal city, but it's very far left. Like the Portland's hipsters. And yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. We, we yeah. So the a lot of those outright people. Are, are attacking the radical left. You know I understand. What I'm saying? I understand. They're, not, they're, not, they're not attacking. They're not attacking Black Lives Matter. They're they're attacking what they think is a radical the left. Liberal, the liberals. Yeah. Yeah. Liberal no. Agenda, obviously. Yeah. I, okay. I understand and I agree with you. I'm just mm. saying that the inciting incident was the race war. But also, it's funny that you brought up Malcolm X because the revolution will be televised. Yeah. Yeah, man. The revolution will be televised, and we're watching it as it happens in front of us. It really. It really. It, it really. It's insane. I mean. Um, the shooting with the uh, with the guy who, who shot those protesters. I mean, he was seventeen years old. What's a seventeen year old doing with a fucking rifle on the street? Was he seventeen? Seventeen. Did they find out who he was? Yeah, yeah, they found him. They arrested him. He's been charged for murder, first degree murder. What's a seventeen year old doing with a rifle? Well, they love That's to crazy. the Americans. That's crazy, it's right? America, right? It's like, like this guy. This guy has barely started life. And it's over. And he's he's holding a, a, the most lethal what? weapon you can. Better you can question. Own, better right? question is it? What has happened to him to lead up to this moment? And don't mm. don't you dare come back and tell me mental health. No, no, it's not mental health. No, it's but you know, because they love when when the when because usually with the shootings they love to go like if it's a white shooter. Yeah. Oh, it's mental health. No, no, it's, it's 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 a, the thing is right now because we live in an age of self-importance, right? So, a lot of people feel like they need to do something. They need to stand out. They need to make a difference. You know what I mean? So, the reason why he picked up a rifle is because a lot that he's watching a lot of publications showing the other side of the protest, not the side of the protest, but mm-hmm. the protesters who are just chanting with their mm-hmm. placards and their their 
they're not being they're being non-violent he's watching that echo chamber of these guys are violent they're destroying everything we need to stand up they're trying to do white genocide all of that information is filling him up and it's the same thing with the the charleston yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the church, yeah. yeah. The, 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 um, he, he was, it's it well, all that information. Exactly. You gotta be careful what you eat, man. That's exactly, you know, so with, I'm with you. So what I'm saying is that rather than trying to guess myself what he wants to, I just want to know what was his education that led up to that point? What has happened in the build-up to that person feeling or thinking of doing that? There is only, and I've been thinking about it, I'm racking my brain over it, and there's only one Thing that he that kid could say that could make me understand what he did when he killed those protesters, and that would be if the protest had been outside his dad's shop or his family shop, and he thought I'll stay there and try to protect my shop, and there's something went wrong and I kill someone, then I could say okay, well it wasn't racist, it was an accident, it wasn't racially motivated, because I understand that because obviously some people are burning shop, things are happening in that, and this is your livelihood because what a couple cars in a used car lot were burned, right? right? So it's playing devil's advocate. If I was that owner of the used car lot, I'm thinking I've lost three cars. I've yeah, lost four I've cars. Lost my life that must my livelihood. Yeah. And if that's your dad and you love your dad, and that's your inheritance at some yeah. point. And so if he was attacking a shop that your family owned and then you went and did that, this then is, yeah, I get it. This, yeah, but yeah. if it's he's if he felt like he was do he's he's a because you know in the chat groups, in those chat groups he was seen as a patriot. Because that's what the new tagline, yeah. isn't it? These yeah. patriots, yeah. these American patriots are yeah. doing the uh, so nationalist kind yeah, of national these, Yeah. So if it's that shit, then I'm just like, who taught you that? Because you're 17. You didn't teach yourself that. Yeah, well, think about what, what's happened in that 17-year-old's life as well. He's been removed from school. And for the most part, a lot of the protests are out there are very young. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to denounce what they're doing in, mm. in terms of or make them seem like they're, um, they don't know what they're doing. No, the national protesters or the No, I'm liberal. talking about that. I'm talking about anyone who's out on the street chanting. They're not all 17, though. No, they're not all 17, but they're quite young. <laughs> And what's difference, the difference... In, but revolu in, revolutions are always done by young people. Yeah, but what the difference now, in comparison to any protest that's ever occurred, is that they don't have to go to school. They don't have the organisation they used to have. Everything is in such disarray. All the adults they know don't know what's going on as well. They're not offering any reassurance. So there's a lot of anger. That's I think there's a lot of generalisations you're making. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, you're there's right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what I'm saying is... There's a lot of anger that's coinciding with what's happening. I think, look, I think you know the thing I mean? is, I think the thing is that we're always part of the new generation, right? For example, we are a lot, I, I feel like society, regardless of what's happened, good or bad, society is always moving towards a more liberal state of being, right? Despite what happened, right? Meaning each generation you, you give birth to is always going to be a lot more liberal than the previous ones, right? Definitely. You might not be pro-gay, but you're not as anti-gay as your as parents you, were. Yeah, parents you were. might not be pro-black, but you're not as racist as your dad is, right? Yeah. And we're reaching that turning point now mm. where you do a lot, the next generation just doesn't feel racist. Like, they don't feel the threat the yeah. way you felt That's the why threat. it's so diverse. That's why it's so diverse. Yeah. So I think, I won't say they're all 17. I think the large population would be uni students, uh, in the twenties, the kind of people who are—I'm not saying they're all seventeen. I'm, not, I'm not. saying that they're in that age demographic. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm saying like the age demographic for me, I think it would be focused around the twenties because at twenties is when you feel like your most lib uh, freedom fighter resistance, when you feel that passion to yeah, want to make yeah. a change in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also like just you have to remember like French Revolution, the Arab Spring, all of that. Yeah. It was uni students. 
Yeah. Right? I Revolutions think. are always caused by uni students. Uh, Che Guevara was a uni student yeah. who wanted to make a change and went to fight for freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revolutions always come for that. So when I see this, I'm taking it seriously because I'm saying they're just the right age to actually incite change. Yeah. Right? However, the thing is that you got this kid, he's about that right age as well to incite a different type of change. And which means that it's two opposing forces yeah. trying to hold on to either an old ideal instilled by their parents or whatever reason, or you got this new opposing force trying to instill a new idea for the new but, change. You see, my criticism is also the naivety of their youth, because I think that um, it's great that it's young people who are representing, in the, uh, representing this and are in front of this, but at the same time, I feel these young people are living in a social media age where there's not much reading going on other than tweets and the information is almost collected in sound bites. It's if you, if we reference Che Guevara, Che Guevara what, what, as uh, a homophobe. Uh, uh, well, Che Guevara read a lot before he became and same thing with Castro. A, but he wasn't a great guy though. No, he well, cheated in his wife. That, and, uh, look, he did one good thing. That's that's a that's a conversation for another <laughs> cast. <laughs> but uh, well, Che Guevara um, read a lot. He was very intelligent and. That's why he could. The revolution was so successful. Castro was highly what? political. Castro was highly political of a very young age. Castro didn't just become who he was. He he was very educated, and so was Che Guevara. And that's why when they coincided, they were such a force to be reckoned with against America as well. But these these kids um, or the the, young, the younger people today um, are being deprived of that. Okay, because okay, a lot of them, a lot of them are behaving, uh, uh, not a lot of them, sorry, some of them are behaving in a way where they feel that violence is the only way you can affect okay, change. Okay. But I, I don't agree with that because at the end of the day, you're only going to antagonize the oppressor and the oppressor is going to double up, double down okay. on their oppression. Do you okay. know what I'm saying? In my, in my response, I'll say, I'll say, violence is not always the first answer but it's usually the last answer, right? Violence is not always the first answer, but it's usually the last answer. And I say this because um, it's one thing, it's, it's important not to generalize and say that um, the people aren't educated or informed enough because you can never know what someone went through before they got to the point where they felt the need to act. You can never know how someone was feeling before they got to the point where they felt they need to act. And it's important to remember that because when we do say these things, we generalize with very, very, very broad strokes. And that's not a place where you want to go in terms of the situation like this and how delicate it is. But the resistance and the militia themselves, they are obviously people who felt impassioned to act. And that's the most important thing because you are impassioned to act mm -hmm. because um, you have to understand seeing violence like that, seeing George Floyd killed like that, you didn't need to be a historian. You didn't need to be uh, educated in political history. You didn't need any kind of pre-knowledge of anything, even of life. You could be born yesterday. Just seeing something like that should have been enough to, uh, to, to emotionally ignite something in you that would make you feel like you know what something wrong has happened here something 
questionable something uncomfortable has happened here and i feel like i want to act on this right that is the basis of humanity when we say humane right when we say humane we are saying this word that seeing these actions should trigger that response within you so i think to say um so yeah to say that someone isn't educated i understand that but you've got to remember when you had che guevara and you had castro those were two people in an army of other people who weren't educated who weren't knowledgeable who didn't go to university those other people who they were telling to go over the hill and die and fight in the bay of pigs and everything like that they were people who were in the struggle and trying to survive and they were that so of course Maybe the people started BLM's educated. That's all you need. The rest of the people are people who ha whose humanity was hurt when they saw an inhumane oh, definitely, act. definitely. I'm not trying to nullify that. I'm just saying that the some of the um, strategy has been frustrating for me because I think it's been, you know, when you think about Martin Luther King, um, the reason why the strategy was so successful um, is because Martin Luther King was in constant talks with JFK and RFK. He was, and they kept stalling and stalling because they didn't want to hurt themselves politically, you see. Okay. So Martin Luther King kept saying, look, we need to get the black vote done. And they kept saying, oh, wait, let's just wait a bit. Let's just wait a bit. But you still need that representation, that leadership there. And the strategy here with these protests at the moment, it's leaderless. And okay. because it's leaderless, it's constantly ongoing. And again, I think that is because okay. a lack of... Re and again, that could be also, you could attribute that you could, I, I, you I don't want to stop it. I don't stop it. I just want to. I yeah. just want hold on to continue. I just want to also add another thing just for you to answer. Yeah. Okay. Because we were talking about these protests and what they did. Yeah. So you being a South African, I just want you to tell me this: Do you think if Winnie had not incited the violence, change would have come well, just through protests alone? That is a that is a good question, and because um, I compare my, it to my, this. My, my, my view of Winnie dramatically changed um I, I, after she died i finally really looked into her because she's a hero yeah she's an absolute hero absolutely bigger than mandela absolutely. and what she went through was insane you know one, mm. one at one point they sent her to lesotho isolated her on her own in this empty village like mm -hmm. for ages basically imprisoned her mm -hmm. in lesotho anyways um but one of the biggest criticisms of winnie was the violence because it the, the violence in led to the death of a child that's one of the biggest historical criticisms, and I agree with that criticism because she was uh, she had the youth youth group. Uh, uh, who's this, who's who's um who's there now in 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 um, Malema? Malema, yeah, Malema was part of that youth mm -hmm. um, that 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 um, she was leading, mm -hmm. and she was angry. Of course, her husband's in jail mm -hmm. unfairly for twenty seven years, stuck mm -hmm. on an island. She was very angry, mm -hmm. and things got out of hand. On top of that, ANC was so, sort of so screwing back, her over. Yeah, so coming back to the question I asked you, yeah. without so, the violence, do you think, without trying to justify it, so yeah. this one's a yes or no, without the violence, do you think the change that came would have happened or do you think the Dutch would have found a way to hold no, on to power? The, 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 the violence didn't change the, the situation. You think the change was going to... No, no, the international pressure changed the situation. Okay. Because by the, by the time Mandela was about to release... Um, uh, Jeremy Corbyn is now in, in, in Westminster protesting against apartheid. Um, America has gone through its, uh, its civil rights movement and now they understand what's but happening I, in South Africa. So, so the change was not the violence. The change 
was the international pressure. The, the, the reason why South Africa is in some form of unison in terms of black and white is because of the truth and reconciliation. You know about the truth and reconciliation? Yeah, you know about that. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, but the audience don't know. The truth and reconciliation was this, was this uh, meeting that they arranged where peop um, the apartheid um, officers, uh, captains, whoever predicated the brutality were invited along with their victims and everyone just discussed they just talked about what had happened, open and free. Yeah, admitted what yeah, happened, admitted yeah. what happened, which was a very good way to heal the nation in itself. I think, and you, the reason why truth and reconciliation was needed is because of South Africa was in the was in the precipice of a civil war. I think. Uh, you know I, mean? I think. I think our views points. I, I completely disagree, and I yeah. think that violence is necessary. I think our views on this though is completely emblematic of our nationality. Yeah, yeah. Because ten years before apartheid in Zimbabwe, we were killing these people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get the yeah. fuck out of the country and get Milan back right. and I feel like violence is like I said violence is never the first answer but it should always be the last answer it should never be off the table if I knock on the door enough times and you won't let me in I should be able to kick the door down yeah I should be able to and this is why I come back to this protesters because we're talking about violence now but let's not forget, they were protesting for 84 days. Yeah. They were protesting for this. We've been protesting since Martin Luther King. They've been protesting since then. Nothing's changed. Yeah. So it's not out of hand for them to be violent now. Yeah. Because it's been protest since the end of slavery. Yeah, but the problem with violence, the thing is with violence and the problem with violence is that once you turn it on, it's very difficult to turn it off. But how long can like, peaceful go like, if it's so, not going to change? So I'm, I can stand with you in one aspect of what you're saying and your view on violence of saying... Libya was not liberated because people had a conversation. They, the, the rebels took arms and they went for it, right? Mm -hmm. And eventually, um, Gaddafi was taken down. Same thing um, with uh, Egypt, Egypt, yeah, yeah. Egypt as well, isn't it? Um, mind you, Egypt was fairly, was fairly peaceful, actually. Eventually, it was, it was a military coup that took it down. It's just like in Zimbabwe, isn't it? A military coup. You guys had the, oh, the, no, the no. cleanest coup that, that I've was ever a, seen in that my was, life. No, that, that, <laughs> that was, was no, amazing. No, no, that, that, that wasn't that. Was like, that was some sneaky shit. You have to remember, you have to remember. That was more like just a dictator is stepping down and the second in command is taking over. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But again, you have to remember. Um, but you can uh, also remember... Zimbabwe took its freedom through war. Right. Zimbabwe is a country that's about 30 years old or 40 years old, yeah. right? That war is still in fresh in the memory of, memories of people. Uh -huh. Nobody wants to go to war. So when someone goes, oh, let's overthrow the dictator, like, yeah, I remember when people died, man. I don't want that shit. That's again. what I'm saying. That's I what I'm get saying. what you're saying yeah. in that sense. So yeah, violence is not fun. It's not great. And I don't want to... Wanna... No, no, it's not about whether it's fun or it's great. It's the fact that when you start, it's kind of like, look, you don't know if you feel the first punch, it's, it's a kind of we don't know where this fight yeah, is going. It's a kind of you know what I mean? It's a kind, it of, is a kind of, worms. of worms. So we should always aim for peaceful... That's why I said. Interaction. That's why I said. And that's why I'm saying that uh, the reason why, uh, what I'm, what I'm, I'm going to land on before we move on to the, um, the, actual, um, yeah. the actual thing that sparked all of this recently. Um, the reason why I'm saying that the kids are lacking in that understanding is because of... But let's not undermine the words kids. Some. Yeah. We'll some, say some. some, yeah, just some, some. I, mean, I suppose I'm saying kids because I'm, I'm not as uh, that young. Yeah, exactly. Anymore. And I know what you're saying. No spring chicken no more, man. <laughs> I know what you're saying. But the problem is, you know, sometimes like... Like I was saying, like, you don't need education when you see the wrong, you know wrong. Yeah, but no, but you need education to be tactful. 
Of you need course, education no, to be to, to strategize. Of course, it's and tax, a leader yeah. a leaderless movement goes nowhere. Standing you, you, yeah. conscience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you need someone who's going to be able to herd everyone around. You need someone who's going to be able to organize people here's here my, here's and my, organize here's people my here and say and say, you know what? I'm the one who's going to go and talk to the police commissioners. I'm here's the one who's going to talk to, my count, to the Congress my and stuff to like that. You know what I mean? Here's my counter to you. Okay, when you have a leader, it's a snake with a head. Right. How do you kill a snake with a head? Take the head off. Right. Right. When you have a non-leader movement, it's unkillable. Right. Yeah. And that's the new way to do these things because we've seen time and time again when you have a leader, Martin Luther King, uh, Malcolm X, JFK, all these people. How did they die? Assassination. Yeah, they died, yeah. Because it was like, oh, he's obviously their voice. Kill him. Kill the thing. Yeah. But now you have everyone. Well, that's why. That's why they imprisoned exactly. Mandela. And exactly. Yeah. So remove the leader. Yeah. Everyone become but, a force. But for now change. we can't tell the protesters that's, from the writers. No, we can't. That's the problem no, now, can't, isn't it? Yeah. Listen, we can't. That's the problem. Listen, we can't tell the protesters from the writers because it's gone too far either side because of it. it's leaderless no not leaderless is that no one's budging it's... no one's willing to budge right we've done this we've done this we've done this for a long time yeah. no one's willing to budge but you, you must you can't you can't just tell the system to change the system has got a game and you have to play that game and this is why i reference martin luther king martin luther king realized that he had to play that game long enough to make, because the cause was greater than his feelings. The cause was greater than his anger. The cause was greater than him feeling like he's being, uh, the injustices he feels. He had to play their game. And he had to sit there in the White House constantly, even though they knew what they were doing was wrong, depriving people of a vote. It's unconstitutional. But, but he had to sit there and play their game. So you need someone who knows how to play the game as part of the leadership. Yes, you can still make it a shared leadership, yeah. But you still need someone who's, who's going to get in. Who's, a, who's I, a, a Reverend Reverend Al Al, Al, Al Green Shapton. Al Shapton Al Shapton? We need we need Al Green right now. That's what we need. We need his smile right now. Like, like, anyway. we, need to, we need him to cheer us up. <laughs> okay, look, uh, I think we'll leave that one there because we need to move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I want to say that obviously that's how you feel. I vehemently disagree. But I respect yeah. what you're saying because you're saying we need a leader. I'm saying that let's keep faceless leaders, keep the opposition unaware of how the movement works mm -hmm. because you need to. I think that any the time for peace talks has come and gone, if I'm honest. It's come and gone because the thing is that every, peace, every day you wait for a peace talk, another black life is getting shot. Mm -hmm. And each life is as valuable as the second you spend trying to sit down on a table to talk to someone who doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just that I just think it's that at the moment. I I am um, I I think what we're doing right now is really important because what we're doing is actually um, demonstrating what's actually happening on the ground. Because on the ground, there's you, there's people like me, and then there's people like you. There's people like me who are saying, "Let's do this peacefully. Let's just keep going this and peacefully." And there's people like you saying, "Nah, man, it's, it's time. Much, it's time. It's time to burn it all down much, to the ground." Like, much, yeah, yeah. And then that's very interesting because. That's exactly what's happening, and but we're but we're all we're both in agreement. We're all uh, involved. Yeah, we're, we're all involved. It's a spectrum. Involved, and we're, we're both in agreement. Spectrum, yeah. yeah, it's 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 very tough at the moment to really find a way out. Um, and you know, it's, uh, the anger, the anger is just it's irritating. Unrelenting. You know what? It's, it's irritating. It's irritating. However, I do gotta say, I, you know, seeing allies is important. What seeing? Oh, seeing like the diverse allies. Just, yeah. just the allies, yeah, yeah. people who stand with you, and people who stand with you, are knowledgeable, <clears> and without pandering. Yeah. You're just you just quiet about it, but just putting their foots on the ground and just saying shit. Because you know what it is like. There's, for example, it's annoying. It's a bit annoying now. Yeah. That you will see someone, 
you see someone uh, on Instagram and you go through the pictures or whatever and there's that blackout picture yeah, 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 and yeah. then you're like, but I know you don't care. Yeah, but it, you know... It was fashionable for them Yeah, to it, it was. It was trending. It was but trending. I, um, yeah, I wasn't really... I didn't do it. I wasn't really black. I don't need to it. But I wasn't also... I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't as, against it. Yeah, I wasn't but against it's, it. It's about... Because it's still something. It's, it's a gesture. But it's tokenism yeah. versus action. Because yeah. I don't want tokens anymore. And yeah. I think that's the kind of person I am. I don't like tokens. I want action. Yeah. If you're not going to act, don't token. Yeah. But... Uh, um. Yeah no I I I don't want to I don't want to dog on those people yeah. because at the end of the day we don't know what was in their heart that's the problem you know sometimes we can get so annoyed about things like that, that become like, uh, yeah yeah that, that we feel as disingenuous yeah. but we can't actually say what you, yeah. we don't know how much yeah. that person was ha- was really feeling what was happening especially if you're white you know and and then you 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 have you have a multiracial circle mm-hmm. you know what I mean and. And it's maybe you don't have the, the time to go outside and protest with everybody else. But whilst you're on Instagram, drop something in there because you're like, look, I'm with you too. What's interesting about this Asian, this is what I actually wanted to say, is that we're fi- we are all now in, not, it's not even just alt-right, it, the alt-right and the liberals, anyone of any ideology are all in agreement that racism is a primitive behaviour. It's it's not part of our civilization anymore. It's innate. It's innate. Yeah, it's innate. it's innate, and and that's great. That's that's the that's for me. It's huge progress because the fighting racism was not just fighting it in the system; it was fighting in the mind. In the mind, yeah. And now we have so many white people who are just out there, like, yeah, we don't get this. Like, this is stupid. Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah, that's it. I don't. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. That's, you're right. that's, you're that's right. amazing. You're that's right. amazing. Right. So you know, doom and gloom. Silver linings is that. Well, yeah, silver lining yeah. is that. Okay, so moving on to the crunch talks. Mm. What did you think about the shooting? Now, it's funny because I'm about to contradict myself. <laughs> but um, how can I put it? When I, when I heard the details, um, that was probably the first time I sympathised with the writers. And I really felt like I was like, yeah, fuck it, burn it all to the ground. Yeah. Like really just tear it all. Fuck it. I really, the anger, seven times. Seven times in the back. Yeah. Do you know, it's, it's just you know, absurd. It's, 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 okay. I don't want to sound insensitive, uh, but I feel numb to it, but to a point, because I will never, ever, ever in my life forget the moment I heard Trayvon Martin got shot. Yeah. To me, that was the most painful moment, and that's a moment, because I see myself as Trayvon Martin. You know what I mean? I remember being a kid. I used to wear hoodies all the time. I used to walk around town with hoodies all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And luckily enough, I don't live in a country where like something like that was likely to happen to me. But I remember, and like even when I think about it, I still feel the pain from Trayvon Martin. Yeah. So, and I think that it was such a painful thing. It made me feel numb. Because that's, that's when I was just like, oh, fuck this world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, fuck this world we're living. So, in that sense, yeah, I definitely do feel, I definitely do feel that pain and I don't want to I don't want to like inflate it or say that I didn't care when um, I didn't say I didn't care when uh, thingy got uh, when uh, when Jacob got shot but that initial inciting pain from the Trevor Martin lives with me is what I'm trying to say yeah um yeah I'm you know like I think every every uh 
every per- any minority every person group, deals with it differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, any minority group has probably got to the stage because we've all got stories. We've mm. all like uh, it's so interesting to get all minority groups together in but the room, actually, and it's like we're just exchanging stories. It's funny it's actually because we're talking about. I mean, this is nitpicky, but yeah. it just to give you an, an example. Yeah. In pre-production, we were, before we started this, we were just uh, walking in. And uh, pre-production, before production, we were just walking in, and we were talking about the old, the old white lady who just kept turning around to look at us because she, to to see if we were going to do something and walk past her. Yeah, and we were yeah, joking yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in you, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. But just like, because you see those things all the time, and you've normalized them. Yeah. yeah so it's just like, because I we've normalized ra- racism as a black person, you've normalized people being racist. Well, too, because yeah. we we evolved above it, you know, because we we now because now there are more opportunities for us. We realize that there's there's a bigger picture and racism is such a you hit the nail in the head it's so pitiful yeah like you it's know pitiful it's, it's to like because like, like, it's like black people aren't fighting racism to fight racism i want to say i, I want to encompass not just black i'm encompassing muslims and asians anyone of a, a minority group because they've suffered any, well, anyone yeah. in a minority group you've normalized racism because you what you really want is go to work yeah. Earn your money, live your life. Yeah, exactly. That's what I really want to do. I, I don't want to fight racism. Racism just happens to come in between me and the thing I wanted to do. Most most minority groups will probably say this exact same thing: is that racism came to me. Yeah. I never. It's, I yeah. never. I never looked for it. It just, it's, it's it's just, just happened away. to it's me. Just it's it's like away. one day I was totally innocent, and then the next day I was just like, oh damn. For, for, example, <laughs> like, oh, for example, for example, I was just thinking about this. I'm disadvantaged. There was there was there's a video. Uh, in YouTube, uh, of a man uh, on a train in London on a tube, right? And um, the uh, drunk white guy comes into, he's in the train, and there's a bunch of black boys, and they're just sitting down, just minding their own business. And then uh, the man just gets up and goes, goes like, "Oh, we're gonna kick you out soon. You're gonna kick you out soon. Oh, wow. You are our pets. You are our pets." Oh, wow. And everyone's like. Is he being racist right now? Yeah. And the train, like, is he being racist right now? And then the guys get up and they're ready to leave the train. As they're walking out, he follows him like, you're a pest, you're a pest. And he stands up and squares to him. And one of the kids just punches him square in the face, knocks him out cold, right? And then they leave. Yeah. And then you sat there and there's people like putting him in a recovery position. And then what's left is people arguing, save him, don't save him. But at the end of the day, that's still a human life. Yeah, racist is. or not, yeah. you still got to save yeah. him, right? It's like those black guys who carried the white dude who was racist. Yeah, and, and the car- shoulder. Yeah, that was an right. amazing image. But, yeah, but, but at the same time, you're like... Yeah, man. That was such an amazing... That was, I'm so glad that, you know, that's, that's something that may be forgotten. But that was one of the most amazing images. So this, this um, for people who don't know, um, there were protests in London, in London um, shortly after the George Floyd killing. And um, and they got heated up. So a little down the line, um, we have outright people in our country. Uh, um, they're, they're like BNP, Black uh, British National Party, yeah. so associated. But there was it, there's always there's been a very this country has a really dark history with racism. But these guys came up you because they wanted to it, take, You could call it the originators. It, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. I guess. Anyway, yeah. anyways, yeah. So so they um. Um, the, at, the, at this point, the statues are being brought down. At this point, anyway, so they came. The they, they came. They came to London to protect the statues, and then there was a clash. In the middle of this clash, this white guy falls over. A bald guy, old guy. This black dude picks him up. Right? Yeah, I didn't mind the guy was racist. The guy, yeah, well. It's a clash. It's a clash. I don't know. I don't know what they said. Confirmed. He was. He was okay. So he was racist. And in the middle of that clash, the guy picks him up on his shoulder. And then someone just takes 
picture of that moment. And when I heard his interview afterwards and he was saying, listen, I saw that the, everyone behind me was so heated up. They were going to kill him. And I just had to take him out of there. I was like... Jesus, it, it, it's amazing the things that this has been an, an a lot amazingly of come out. a lot of things have come out. It's been an amazing this. year and amazingly sad as well. Mm. So it, it, there, are, there are things where it's just like there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. You, it's you just gotta, that people are misunderstanding you, you each always, other. You always, you always gotta have hope. Yeah. When everything goes to shit, uh-huh. at the end of it all, you've always gotta hope and you gotta hold on to it. You gotta hold on to it like it's like it's a because life. Because we're goal. all in agreement. We're all in agreement that there there is no human being out there that is that, that is less than you. That, the, that is less. We're than not you. in agreement that. Yeah. But we think. But we can at least say that no one deserves to die. No one. No one deserves to die. No one deserves to be checked out of this yeah. life unless you know some people are murderous. You know there are people out there. <laughs> Who will do this as a sport? But the, the, you know, we're all in agreement. All of us, at least, who will try and be as civilized as possible, that treating someone differently because of the color of their skin or is un, is not yeah. is uncivilized. uncivilized. There's, but I feel like there's a lot of misunderstandings, and that's why these clashes are happening. Mm. That picture showed a moment where two people understood each other perfectly. It's like, look, it was heated. You were about to die. It was one person. It was a group of people. Because one person carried and a group protected him. What he oh, what he, oh, wow. That's beautiful. That's a whole movement. Yeah, man. But it, when, you, when you talk about, um, when you talk about uh, this Jacob Taylor thing. And Jacob the anger, the, uh, Jacob, Sorry, Jacob. Yeah, um, Al Green. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when they talk about that, man, the anger that rose from me was just... And this is the it thing. I am now in a state where, just seven times, day right? by day, you kind of feel like it wasn't about the violence, but maybe it needs to be about the violence. Have you heard his mom? Have you heard his mom do the speech? And I saw, I was, yeah, I saw, I saw this stuff. Yeah. Right? and it's just um, it, it's sad. It's sad, and I don't want to say sad because sad doesn't really explain it enough. Yeah. Um, but it's the militias afterwards. You know what I mean? It's the militias because it's the people who are now saying, "I want to protect the police." And the way the status quo is right now. Yeah, but and I'm willing to take a gun and shoot anyone who says anything against it because I want to exercise, exercise my freedom of speech. But when someone else's speech contradicts yours, you're willing to get an AR, a sight rifle, go into the middle of the group and shoot someone. That is extreme. Yeah. When you can campaign for freedom of speech, but when someone else has freedom of speech that doesn't agree with you, you feel the need to take a gun and take action. Yeah, but I also feel like that's because they're misunderstanding why people are behaving this way. Why are they so angry? Why are they out here? Why are they protesting? I think that they are misunderstanding. And for me, um, so I went through this process of, of emotional... Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like an emotional journey because it started off with rage mm-hmm. and eventually my reasoning started to kick in mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it, but the rage just kept resurf- reco- coming out, coming out. Recurring, okay. yeah. Um, and I got to the end, I was like... You know what? Actually, this is really scary for America because oh if a police God. officer can shoot you seven times in the back and all they get is an admin leave, the all right people should be worried about that. But they're you know I mean, but it, the it's right. so broad. But it's so it, broad. The danger is so broad. I think, and they're misunderstanding that, and that's why they're picking think, up a gun. They're thinking, they're thinking we're attacking the police, but we're not attacking the police. We're attacking. Well, this is what I'm saying. I what believe doing. It's, I, it's crazy. I think you are trying to see the reason in someone whose way of reasoning is completely different to yours. And that's the thing, because, you know, sometimes we apply our reason to someone else and then try to justify their action through our reason. But it might not be always like that. Because, for example, there is someone 
who sits there and looks at America as it is right now and says perfect, i.e. make America great again, return America to the old America where I was head honcho and I don't really want anyone else to come in and take that away from me. And the fear that if you're equal to everyone else, if you're at the top, you have to come down so someone else can come up so you can be on an equal level. But they don't want that because you don't want to give up your perch to be sat down to be the same level as everyone else, you know? Some people do feel like I'm just better than you by nature. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I 100% so, agree and, with And that, I yeah. feel like those people... But, uh, but um, I also want to correct, though, that um, I'm not talking about what they're thinking. I'm talking about what's universal, which, uh, is, okay. which is it's not okay for a police officer... To do what that guy did. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like the misunderstanding why people are out here protesting mm -hmm. and singing these songs mm -hmm. and why they're causing so much trouble. Mm -hmm. They think that no, protect the police because it's that the, as that's quite a patriotic and a good thing to that's, do. Yeah. The police do good work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is yeah, they're bad. They're bad, but compared to how they used to be. They've actually done a lot of improvement. You know what I mean? Remember, they, they, used, to, like, they used to just beat that's, people. That's, right? like, that's, like, that's like having a husband who used to beat you 20 times a day. And then you're just down <laughs> no, to five. No, and you're, no, he just slaps you two yeah. times. <laughs> and, you're like, and you're like, yeah, I mean, he used to be yeah, bad. Yeah, he used, yeah, he used to be, to be bad. bad. You, know? it's it's, you should stay married. You should just stay married. It's, it's, it's not an institution we can just get rid of. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get rid of marriage. You can't just divorce the police. There's crazy people out here. We need new enforcement. However, but yeah. uh, so they're protecting that ideal, right? Mm -hmm. And they're misunderstanding mm -hmm. that we are just trying to correct the law enforcement because yeah. it's not okay to get shot seven times yeah. and then all you get is administrative leave, paid leave. Yeah. So this guy, and the same thing happened with George Floyd, and I'm going to close on this. The same thing that happened with George Floyd. George Floyd, the chaos that erupted after George Floyd is not because of what was seen, even though that is a, that's the, the weight that carried yeah. a lot of the movement. It's the fact that it took them four days to arrest those police officers. When the evidence was eight minutes and 46 seconds of everyone agreeing, yeah, yeah, they, did, they killed him. <laughs> you did that they, shit. They, they did that shit. <laughs> so did that shit. It took them four days to arrest them. Yeah. So what, keeps, what will keep this cop turning in America is this constant delay in the criminal justice system doing... Imagine if you killed a nigga in front of people, you think, what, you're going to have a whole month? <laughs> Just chilling the hole with your feet up, watching TV, trying to figure it out. Making a case. No, they'll arrest you there and then, yeah. or if they don't kill you. Yeah. But when it's a police officer, they get administrative leave, they get yeah. paid leave. Yeah. And uh, don't worry about it, man, the union's going to sort you out. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 the union's yeah. got you. Hey, man, you probably deserved it as a nigga, isn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those blacks. They think they're people. If you didn't kill him, you were probably going to rob someone tomorrow. Yeah. He's going to do it. He probably has. Yeah, he probably has. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We'll sort you out. I've seen minorities before. You know, Yeah. Okay. My final statement then, and the whole thing is that I think one thing said it to me listen, the police is there to serve and protect. Uh huh. Amen but to that. what happens when it's there to hurt and terrify? Exactly. It's terrifying. That's the question. It's terrifying. What is there, in the, there to hurt and terrify? Because that's the other side of the coin. Mm -hmm. The white side of the coin says to protect and serve. The other side, the black side of the coin says to hurt and terrify. And they could do that in front of kids. In front of your own kids. In front of your own kids. They killed, is it Philando Castile? Yeah. In, in front of his own kids. Oh, that's a crazy one as well. That is mad, that is. And he actually warned him. He said, look, I'm just going from a glove box. Is it Alton Sterling? I'm not sure, but it's one of No, Alton Sterling, I think, was the, the one who was... The cigarette guy. 
No, 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 no. Um, Alton Sterling. The fact that we've been doing yeah, this many names is too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. And it's exhausting, Rodney King. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's just exhausting. <laughs> yeah. And again, Rodney King, the problem there was that at the end when they went to court, they got away with it. Oh, I watched something crazy as well, man. I, I, I need to talk, I need to say it. I need to talk okay. about it. So on Netflix, there's a show called um, Trial by Media. And one of the episodes features um, this, uh, uh, another a police killing uh, black person in New York. I forgot the net man's name. Um, but this kid was African. This kid was... Ah, fuck. I forgot, why, I, forgot I, I watched it a long time ago. Anyways, the police, the guy was at his door, right? His house. The police were like detect they were like um, undercover detectives, so they were dressed normally. So the guy's trying to open the door, and the police thought he was reaching for something, mm. and they shot him forty times. Jesus Christ! Forty times. Imagine, like I kept I kept trying to do the mm. mathematics of it. I'm thinking, okay, okay, so one shoots, another four of them, right? One shoots, another one shoots, another one shoots, another one fires one, but. I think, okay, then you reach about 13, then someone must... Or you reach maybe about 8, and someone goes, wait, wait, hold, hold fire, hold fire, hold fire. <laughs> right, but 40 fucking times. Jesus Christ. They killed the... That's... Imagine. And this this guy was at his house. You see, the, 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 it's... They, like, all I want the old people, old people to see is how dangerous this is for them. Yeah. There's another one where a white, uh, uh, yeah, I won't go into another one, there's so many. But yeah, I just want, I think that all people just need to be aware that the system is really broken right now. And this is dangerous for them as well. Yeah. Once they get that, then they'll get behind us. And that's a lot of why the uh, Black Lives Matter is so diverse. Because a lot of people are getting behind us because they can see as well the danger. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. It's a somber tone to episode, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And right. end on that one, just in a contemplative size. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do?